0: Oh, Drew Doll is on the beats shout out to Drew South Philly's own ladies and gentlemen welcome to this week's episode episode number three of the sports connection sports and shenanigans podcast we have a lot to talk about missing last week uh with me as always my co-host a gentleman the scholar Bill Burr how you doing
1: oh it was a lovely week for Philadelphia sports what can I say
0: Oh, that it was, my friend, sitting at first place in the top of the NFC East after that Cowboy meltdown. Um, I don't know which one I enjoyed more. To be honest, I got to go with the Birds' win here. But uh, watching Dallas lose was, was <laughs> made me very happy. I must say.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with the I'm going to go with the latter, to be honest.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. Uh, I'll take the first win of the year, man. Defense looked good. So today we're going to jump into pretty much everything, man. Um, The Tampa Bay Lightning, your Corona year, Canadian bubble, 2020 Stanley Cup champions. The boy we've been talking about, Mr. Braden Point, staying hot. 14th fucking goal of the year. Uh, So we're going to jump into that. And then we're going to jump right into the NBA Finals between the Lakers and the Heat. Uh, NFL banter, we're just going to kind of go off on that, recap a few games for you, give a couple games that we're excited for this week. And then, of course, the fantasy stardom sit And this week's roundup, which would be week four in the Sports Connections Fantasy Football League, Um, some very interesting things happening this week. Uh, A lot of underdogs winning this week, so that we will discuss um bill burr start us off as always in this day in sports all right we're gonna go a little baseball today in
1: 1882 the first ever world series game was played where the chicago white stockings lost (laughs) to the cincinnati red stockings for nothing
0: well the old battle of the stockings
1: yeah right santa claus is coming to town (laughs)
0: <laughs> i guess so man um hey that's i mean that's interesting as shit so i'm i'm happy that this got shared because i don't know what i do and how i'd go on with my day without knowing this important information
1: hey listen i just wanted to give you you actually personally a shout out the uh oh. the uh new york yankees also today lost, oh. lost 23 to nothing oh to an expansion team
0: oh gosh. so uh
1: there's that for you
0: well, thank Christ they didn't hey. lose last night. Yeah, yeah. go right um, go. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that my friend, is just a good old-fashioned ass whooping. Giancarlo Stanton coming back. Uh, bat was completely dead till the end of that game. Of course, Houston, you know, can't stop winning either. And uh, we'll check in on that Brave score, um, you know, but before the end of this. But um, we'll go right into it, man. I mean, we got uh, game three the other night between the Lakers and the Heat. Jimmy Butler, good God, the man was unstoppable with a triple-double.
1: They call him Jimmy Buckets for a reason. Uh, That man went off. There's no other way you could put that. He simply went off. He uh, said, after game two, I do not believe we're done. You guys are writing us in the dirt before we even get a chance. And game three, he came out and proved that they absolutely were not done, missing some very key players on that team.
0: Yes, they were. Yeah, of course, with... um... You know, with Bam out and uh, Dragic, and still to this day, I mean, close, but you're not really hearing anything about a return. Uh, Bam, they're pretty optimistic about. Dragic, not so much. Um, Well, I mean, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, Jimmy Butler, man, putting up the 40 spot, triple-double with 11 rebounds, 13 assists, uh, shooting 70% for field goals, man. I mean, you know, you got to love it, 85% at the free throws, missed two. Uh, Robinson was another one, you know, he, he, was showing up, uh, filling in with 13 and, uh, your boy, Tyler Harrow with 17. So, um, man, I, I mean, LeBron got shut down, bro. I mean, uh, I got completely still put a 25, but that defense was on point.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, Harrow came to play. Uh, <laughs> I think, uh, I called him out the last episode and I think he came to play defensively. At least Iguodala came up big. He he showed up, uh. But again, it's all about Jimmy buckets in that game. If I mean if he's not on that team, they ain't even sniffing a playoffs, let alone a finals. But uh, that man went off. Iguodala had a good game. Hero had a good game. Robinson had a good game. Bam and Drogic, as of five minutes ago, are both saying that they will be in for game four. Wow. Uh, just personally saying. So the team didn't come out and say it yet. But they yeah. both tweeted and said that they will be playing game four. Wow. And or optimistic for playing game four. So, you know, as a player, you're just saying, I'm playing. Yeah, uh, of course. So we'll see. I mean, that's that's a whole different series of them two are playing. Uh, Absolutely. AD's just been dominating down low because Bam, you know, without Bam in there, they have no shot. And, uh, I mean, even with Bam in there, it's still a minuscule shot, but it helps them out a lot more. But with them two back in the lineup, they could easily bring this to a seven game series. Uh I'm still gonna go Lakers in five, but yeah. I don't think anybody uh gets past the Lakers this year.
0: And yeah.
1: Jimmy Buckett can do that, but he's not gonna do that, you know, seven games in a row to come back and try and even start a comeback. It's uh it's unfortunate. At that, at the same time, Miami is still a very, very young squad. They're going to be, if they can keep these between Bam, Dragon, Hero, and Jimmy around them, they're going to be a a force to be reckoned with for the next five, six, ten years.
0: Uh, absolutely, absolutely, man. Just you know, a little bit of a uh, little bit of maturing to do. Uh I'm saying Lakers in 6. I think Jimmy gets one more man. I think he steals one more. Uh I you know, I really hope they end up winning. I mean, of course we're rooting for them. I mean, who wants to see LeBron and AD really win one? Um, you know, got to go with the dogs here, but I I just I don't think they're going to be able to get it done.
1: Yeah, I mean, any anybody besides laker fans and NBA analysts want to see the Heat win? I'm one of them. I would love to see the Heat win. But they're Great. Like I said, last episode, they ain't got a chance in this series. There's just They have too many weapons between AD and LeBron and Kuzma and whoever. I mean, I mean, even
0: Rondo, man. Even Rondo throwing up these assists to AD. Like, I'm I'm sitting back there. Rondo's doing no-look passes right towards the rim. He's going back five years. I,
1: I'm, I'm telling you, between games one and two, I thought it was the 2012 Rondo back on the court all of a sudden reincarnated. He, he just looked timeless. Yep. Game three, he kind of whittled away a little bit, but... Games 1-2, he he looked like he was playing with Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett again.
0: He did. He did. Yeah, I noticed uh, I noticed the same thing, man. I mean, uh, Dwight Howard, another one, stayed quiet. But uh, put in his big man role for 14 and a half minutes, only four points, three rebounds. But, uh, hey, man, you know, the Lakers are getting it done. They just have so many moving pieces. I mean, Morris put up 19. Caruso, like, like we were talking about earlier, put up eight. You know, so uh, that's a lot of moving parts for Jimmy Butler to uh, – to try to stand up with man with two of his guys not playing at 100, so we'll see how that pans out. Game four is this evening, I believe. So it is, it is tonight. Um, you know, there's gonna be gonna be a lot of a lot of stuff to watch tonight. I'll most likely be tuning into the Yankee game, but I'll be flipping back and forth. Um, so here we go, NFL Week Four, man. A oh, weird week. Um, you know, we had our stardom sedums from last week. Unfortunately, we didn't get the show off. Um, but, um, pretty much nobody from what I wrote down hit anyway. So thank God I'm (laughs) safe from that.
1: Look at (laughs) me. The, uh, the one time I hit on all of them, they, we didn't do a show.
0: Yep. Yep. How about it? Yeah. Oh God. All right. Uh, we'll start things off, man. Thursday night, Broncos jets. Uh, I think we all thought that was going to be a barn burner. Um, (laughs) The New York Jets are 0-4 in two straight seasons. That's actually the first time in Jets history, believe it or not, with how ass they've been since the Mark Sanchez days. But, um, I but- mean, himself. This, this team, man, is just, I, I mean, not saying the Broncos are any better. They're dealing with a lot of injuries as well. Um, You know, of course, Drew Locke, number one. Um, You know, Melvin Gordon put on, putting on another show, man. You like that last-minute start. It, it did absolutely nothing for me this week. Um, I just, I I don't, I don't know, man. The Jets, uh, they got to fire Adam Gase immediately. I'm I'm usually not for this whole firing of the, of the coaches mid season, let alone through the first four, but something's got to give here. They need to figure it out fast.
1: Yeah. Gase, Gase is a huge problem in New York. Uh, the bigger problem is, is they just don't have the talent there. I mean, Jamal. Jamal Adams was their biggest draw, especially on defensive, and they no. they gave him away. Uh, they just they literally just don't have talent. Uh, G- Gase is a problem. Uh, he still coaches to win, and you could see it when he's on the sidelines ranting and raving screaming at players. But mm-hmm. they they just don't got the talent. It's it's a shame because you know they are a stories franchise, especially back in the early two thousands with with Chad Pennington and all them, Curtis Martin and all them. They were. Yeah, you know, they were going to the playoffs left and right and they were. It, it's a shame to see it but they're they're just terrible top to bottom even ownership included they can't draft they can't do free agency they they can't put nothing together right now and it's been I don't know probably about 15 years now since they've been able to put anything together they had that one fluke season with Mark Sanchez tried to take them to the playoffs and stuff but they're just they're just terribly ran and coached and played and players and cheerleaders and fans and everything.
0: (laughs) I mean, hard to, hard to disagree with you, man. Um, You know, I just, uh, I mean, especially spending all this money on Le'Veon, him coming in and uh, just being basically abysmal since he started. He's probably had two good games in two years. Um, You know, that, that year off definitely hurt him. The offensive line is absolute booty. As you said, they cannot draft. And uh, the defense, I mean, you're literally ready. um, You know, you're, (laughs) You're literally letting in Brett Ripon. He throws three picks, one of which you brought back for a pick six. And, you know, 242 yards and a tutty. I mean, that's just, it's bad, man. And I like Darnold. I'm a fan. You you throw the ball 42 times a game. He's got no touchdowns on, on 42 throws, mind you. 23 of them only connected. So he's around 50%, a little bit over. Um, the man, the myth, the legend, Frank Gore, Unfortunately, only 30 yards on the ground. Sam Darnold rushed for 84, including that big 50-yard rushing touchdown that he had. Uh, Jamison Crowder, man, continues to have himself a day. Maybe the only person with fantasy value on that entire team. Yeah, so, uh,
1: with Ruby Anderson gone, he had to pick it up somewhere. Even if he wasn't any better than what he has been, he was going to pick bad. it up just because of production value. But yeah. uh, top to bottom, that, that's just a terrible team. Uh man, bad. I will say this. I said it last year before they even brought Le'Veon Bell in. Whoever gets Bell, it's a terrible idea. He's had a year off. You're going from the best back in the league and a top, at that time, maybe, say, 10 offense in Pittsburgh to just a god-awful franchise. With a year off, you're going to squander away your chance at being the best back in the league again. And he hasn't come close to it. Uh. I don't know that money they gave him. I'm mean, Eagles fans, Dallas fans, everybody. Well, I'll say not even Eagles, Dallas fans. Pretty much, probably about ninety five percent of the league were saying, "Oh, sign him to a max contract." Speaking in basketball terms, they wanted a crazy ass deal, and I didn't see it. There, very few people come back from a year off and just go back to to where they were at. Yep. Very, very few. The only person I could say that in my head, in my eyes, that even came close is out on Smith for the Cowboys, and he's done very well. He's exceeded my expectations already. So oh,
0: absolutely. that's the only
1: one I can even think off the top of my head that even comes close to it.
0: You know, I laughed at that uh, when they first signed him. And, I mean, of course, with most Cowboy fans, especially in the sports connection, they have a lot of uh, high hopes, I guess we'll just say. Actually, when talking about the Cowboys defense, which we will get to later, <laughs> by the way, 49 points from the Cleveland Browns, Um, A lot of them had very high hopes for this season, thinking, uh, you know, they're young, they'll they'll do this, they'll do that. They won't do shit. I hate to tell you, that is a garbage fucking defense. You got to gut the entire thing, uh, including your boy, Mr. Overpaid, $105 million at defense and tackle. Uh, He's just abysmal. He's been abysmal for three years. He's hardly putting up the sack numbers. Uh, Decent against the run. That's about it. Um so we'll jump right into another member of the NFC East that only has one win against our Philadelphia Eagles, the Washington football team or football club as they were calling them on Monday Night Countdown last night for whatever reason, like they're a football team, football team European. Um against the Baltimore Ravens, uh Ravens came out a little flat in this one, Burr. Uh Lamar Jackson kind of iffy on this game uh through the INT early. 193 yards through the air, two touchdowns uh, on only 14 completed passes, 53 yards rushing. He actually led the team, which, I mean, I guess we're not really surprised about at this point. And um, please, fantasy owners, just stay away from that backfield. I mean, Ingram got got you, what, nine, maybe 10 points this week. Um, you know, so, I mean, besides that, I just, I really don't like any of their backfield. It is a true running back by committee. Gus Edwards leading the pack this week with nine uh handoffs. Uh Mark Ingram with eight and JK Dobbins with three. And of course they snuck in RG three for three of those rushes. Uh they're just <laughs> so I think they just want to kill this man. I'm not really sure. I think uh
1: I think the RG three rush was a shot at the new football team. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that's another team that's just, I don't know. I think Rivera is a great coach for them. I think he can bring them out of the dumps, but it's going to take time. Chase Young was out. Uh, I mean, that was their big draftee and he's going to be a stud. Absolutely. No questions about that. He's going to be an absolute stud. It's like, I compare him to more talented Ryan Kerrigan, Mm. Ryan Kerrigan wreaked havoc on the NFC East for years. Oh, he did. He's at the end of his career. He's going to retire soon. He may have maybe one or two more years left at best. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he's going to be another thing that's just going to wreak havoc on this league or in this division for years and the league at that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Dwayne Haskins, at this point, you got to give that thing a rest. He's done. Yeah. I said it out of college. He's not an NFL quarterback. Uh, He's just, I don't know. He can't He can't see a defense very well. He can't get through his progressions. He almost always throws to his first read, no matter if they're covered or not. Hey, he, he looks scared in the pocket. When you get him out in the run and you get him on the bootleg, he looks a little bit more comfortable. But then his arm, he can't make the throws. Like Carson Wentz is more accurate on the run and on a bootleg. Mm-hmm. He has the arm to be able to make them throws. Dwayne Haskins does not.
0: No, not even close, man. If anything, his uh, arm is a little bit too soft for that. So
1: Right. It, at this point, the Haskins error in my eyes is already over before it yep. began. Uh, he's going to be another RG3. Highly talented out of college. Highly scaled it. Don't get me wrong, he didn't have the season coming in the NFL that RG3 did because RG3 mm-hmm. was phenomenal his rookie year. Absolutely. But it it's going to be another RG3 situation where he's going to get benched. Kirk Cousins or whoever their backup is is going to take over, <laughs> and that's that. I mean, they're they're just a bad football team. I mean, at this point, I don't even, I actually even hate to say it because he's so old and decrepit. They're missing AP at running back, and oh, yeah. I don't even I don't even know how that's a thing at this time in his career, but they are they. It, it is a no disrespect on AP. I didn't mean to put it like that, but. You're so well past your prime, and for a team to be missing you when you're on the lines averaging, I don't know, six carries a game for four yards, for a team to be missing you offensively, that says something about your organization, and that's just all I can say about that team.
0: Well, I mean, not only that, man, but they just really can't pound the rock. I mean, they have... Uh... You know, they they had Antonio Gibson, who had a nice week for fantasy owners this week. I mean, if you're in a 16-man league, I could see why you started him. Otherwise, I have no idea. Uh, You know, his his big day really came through the air. Uh, One rushing touchdown on 46 yards, uh, 13 attempts. But, I mean, other than that, I mean, their backfield is just, uh, it's uh It's J.D. McKissick. It's Isaiah Wright. It's uh, Peyton Barber. And then you you got Haskins rushing. um, Nothing really that crazy. Um, uh, even the wide receiving core, man. I just, uh, I, I really don't like it. Dontrell Inman. Uh,
1: yeah. See, and at this point, to be honest with you, because I'm, a, I, I actually like Peyton Barber. I think he's a serviceable back in this league. Uh-huh. It in that backfield, I'm starting him every game. Oh uh, yeah. I, I don't understand why he's not having 15 rushes a game. Yeah. I, well, I understand I mean, I, you're 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 subbing in and out, and you got McKissick and whatnot coming uh-huh. in and out, but. He is by far your most valuable, and he has the most time in the league. And he is very productive in the league when he gets the touches. He was productive in Tampa Bay when he got the touches. Yep. Once he started going running back by committee, he went down, and value went down, and you know that happens. But Peyton Barber, in my eyes on that team, he should absolutely 100% be the starter to take that pressure off of Haskins. Haskins mm-hmm. does not need to be throwing the amount of times that he throws because, I mean, even through the air, your only offensive weapon is Terry McLaren. Oh, I
0: mean, yeah. Everyone knows it. Scary, scary. Yeah, that's everyone it. knows
1: it. He's getting double 118
0: yards this week. I mean, I mean 14 and, targets.
1: And and he's getting double-teamed every game. Yep. People know that that's their only offensive target, and he's still pulling in the numbers. Which, by the way, I just want to add, was a great, great draft team by me. Oh, yeah. Fantasy.
0: Oh, of for, course.
1: For a flex player, I mean, what can you say?
0: Yeah, go, but, go ahead and pat yourself on the back for that, sir.
1: Don't worry about it. I'm going to do it all episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but no, for real, like, I mean, think about it. There's nobody else on that offense that scares you.
0: Nah, the only really other not.
1: person that actually, honestly, that actually scared me was Jordan Reed, and they got rid of him. Yeah, but you done. weren't even scared of him because you knew, and I don't mean to put it like this, but you, you just knew he was going to be down by week three or four. He yep. does it every year, and, you know, no ill wishes. I don't wish no injury on nobody, but it's just – History is going sure. to repeat itself. And I'm pretty sure he's
0: out. out. He's out. Yeah, he's down. He's out this week, I believe. Um I believe he's yeah. out
1: for a, a a long while.
0: Yeah. yeah I believe I it came he's out. He's gonna be out for IR. weeks on
1: weeks, if not if not the season.
0: Yep. That's that's one thing I slacked on this week a little bit for the injury report. Um, you know, we'll we'll touch on it a little bit here, but uh moving on, man, moving on. Uh Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers improve two, three, and one at the top of that division. Um, I mean, it, it, the game started off ugly. I literally walked into my local watering hole on the way in to, or uh, the way down to the Bird's Tailgate in Monroe Township, and it was just, it, it was it was a sad scene. Tom Brady, pick six, man. Um, but then he comes back and puts up five touchdown passes, and that was the first time, in a game that he's done that since week three in twenty seventeen. I believe you remember what happened to his season outcome that year in Super Bowl fifty two. Um other than that, I, I mean he just he completely lit it up. There's there's no if, ands, or buts about it. Forty six times he dropped back to pass, three hundred and sixty nine yards, five touchdowns, and the aforementioned INT. Uh, your boy. Ronald Jones absolutely went off this week with 111 yards on 20 rushes. Mike Evans with a little bit of a scare for fantasy owners going down. Uh, Nobody really knew how he was going to come back. Ended up having 122 yards and a touchdown on seven receptions. So a huge day from him. Uh, OJ Howard, he's done. He's done. I'm sorry. I'm out on OJ Howard. Uh, OJ Howard Howard is so out that Gronk had a 30-yard touchdown catch. I mean, like, it's, and he's pretty much been abysmal. Uh, Another big loss for them, well, not really big, let's be honest, uh, was LaShawn McCoy. Uh, He had one rush and went down. Or, uh, actually, he might have had more than one rush. Uh, No, actually, he had, yeah, one rush. That was it, for three yards. And he was hurt for, uh, you know, he's out. And Kenyon Barner, who actually just tested positive, for something on the band's substance list, not sure. I don't even think it got uh, released yet. What it actually was, but he's out. Uh, totally just right
1: call now. it COVID and be done with it.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we'll, call it, we'll call it COVID. <laughs> yes. we will, All right. We so will call it COVID.
1: going back to your OJ Howard point, mm-hmm. where you're just saying he's done, he's done, he's done, he's done. Uh, he actually is done. He's out for the season. Yep. Torn Achilles, uh, and I. Like I've been saying, every episode, Tom Brady's going to come back to form. He's learning a new offense. He's trying to get used to new players. He's trying to get used to new coaches. He's -hmm. starting to learn that system. Same thing with Gronk. Gronk is now going to take over the entire tight end position. He's going to be back. Fantasy owners need to just relax. Tampa Bay fans need to relax. They started going off the edge after that first week loss to the Saints in a shootout back and forth. I told everyone to calm down. They're going to be fine. Mm -hmm. They're still going to be fine. Gronk is now going to go, I'll say, 700 yards and six touchdowns on the season. Oh, boy. Brady's still going to be Brady. I mean, he's considered by most, if not all, well, besides 49er fans, the best quarterback of all time. Uh, Uh, He's still a timeless wonder. He's still – He's still loving the game. You could see it when he's playing. He's still out there chewing his guys apart when they make a mistake. He's still out there smiling away when they do stuff right. When he throws a good pass, he smiles. When he throws a duck, he blames himself. When somebody runs a wrong route, he chews them apart.
0: Yeah, he does.
1: I mean, even on a new team, I mean, as a new guy coming in, most people would be afraid of that. But Tom Brady is Tom Brady, of course. So Mm -hmm. he's going to come in and hold you accountable. I mean, he missed – I watched that entire game. The Chargers should have won that game handily off of the first half. Yeah, I think Handily. Herbert had a good game. He had a couple mistakes again. Like I said, I think he's the real deal. But he's going through his growing pains right now. He's a rookie. It is what it is. When you're play, Especially when you're playing against Tom Brady, you can't make the mistakes and live to tell about it. And he didn't. It is what it is. But – Tom Brady missed this one pass, and I wish I had recorded the game just so I could post the video behind what I'm talking about right now. Rob Gronkowski in the end zone for a touchdown, and I'm talking – he-, uh, he was – the closest defender was nine yards away. He wasn't even in an oh, end yeah. zone yet, and he overthrew him, and Tom Brady bit his hand, and I think I saw blood coming through a glove. He bit his hand that hard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he wanted that Gronk touchdown so bad he uh, wanted to see this like he just wanted to see it. G-
1: Giselle Giselle was beating him in the face when he got home after that.
0: Oh boy. I believe that too. I mean, you know, who who wouldn't like that? Uh the other side of the ball. That's true. Justin, yeah, true. <laughs> uh Justin Herbert, man, continues to impress. Uh I like the kid a lot. I am I am a fan. Uh, probably one of my favorite young quarterbacks to watch in the league. Um, you know, honestly, after, you know, like Lamar Jackson and, uh, our boy, Josh Allen, but, uh, Justin Herbert 20 for 25. So good completion percentage, 290 yards, three touchdowns in the pick. Um, Austin Eckler, very, very, very big loss for them, but that just makes room for a boy, Joshua Kelly. I think he's going to be leading the team this week again in rushing attempts. So, I mean, you know, we'll see with that Tampa Bay's defense, man, I believe, uh, like, I don't think this is the exact number, but I think it was somewhere around 65 yards rushing. They held him to, and a lot of that was in garbage time towards the end of the game when it was running out. Um, you know, Keenan Allen having a decent day. Um, Jalen Guyton with 72 yards and a touchdown and Tyron Johnson got another one. And, um, you know, it's just uh, the Chargers. Uh, I uh, they're another team, man. Like, you know, they had the decent defense, and then you're, you know, now you're losing guys all over the place. I mean, it's just one of those teams that, uh, unfortunately, the no preseason Corona year, they're gonna fall victim.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> twenty twenty hit them hard. Eh,
0: yeah, I they so. they have a
1: stacked defense, and they're only getting to put on the field about half of it, and that's yep. a shame. I mean, it is what it is beings that most teams are having that same problem. But uh yeah, it's a shame. They looked really good week one and they look pretty good in all their games to be honest. Uh Absolutely. they're leading and or right in the game in every one of their games so far up until like the halfway through the third or fourth quarter, they they just run out of steam. Especially a yeah. defense. I mean, you can't expect backup players to hang with Tom Brady. No, it's, no way. it's it's not gonna happen. No. Uh, no matter who you play for. But uh, I will say this. My man, Josh, you just mentioned, I picked oh, yeah. him up on the waiver wire in our league. Uh,
0: you son of a bitch. How about that? Yeah, I, I had him on my watch list, man, and I couldn't get to him because I just, like, I couldn't cut anybody. Like, I'm literally at the point now that, like, what worries me is my team shit to bed this week, and I don't think that's going to happen every week because I do have a pretty solid squad. But, um, you know, I just, I don't know who to play, and we will get to that later. Uh, speaking of people that I did play this week, um, to you know, pretty much uh, this is actually in my other league, so I can't even really talk that much shit. Was Chris Carson of the Seattle Seahawks who remain four and O over Miami team that is just balls. They're not even honestly worth talking about. Uh, Russell Wilson doing Russell Wilson MVP things, another three sixty added to his totals with two touchdowns, and he did have the one pick. Um, as we were talking, Chris Carson had the day two touchdowns, 80 yards. He was another one that was, uh, um, you know, a little, a little iffy coming into the week. I mean, you really didn't know how he was coming out. Um, you know, from that Dallas game, taking that scumbag alligator roll tackle, um, DK Metcalf, another huge day, man, four receptions for 106 yards. Kid is absolutely ridiculous. He's a stud. I'm still mad. We missed him. Uh, David Moore, 95 yards in the tutty. And then Tyler Lockett, um, You know, him, uh, him showing up for almost 40 yards and Greg Olson, another another guy that just, you know, I guess has to be talked about because he's just actually staying on the field, which is surprising me in the least bit a quarter of the way through the season. But, you know, actually making an impact, man. He's doing well blocking in the run game for him. Seattle's offensive line looks I'd, I'd probably say 35% better than last year. I feel like Russ is running uh, almost as much, but I don't think it's really from the pocket collapse, and I think it's because of the kind of quarterback he is. He's good on the bootleg outside of the pocket. Um, but, you know, the Seattle, they make a very, very good case for possibly being one of the best undefeated teams left, man. Top two, maybe even top one. You know, Green Bay's in there, Kansas City's in there um so you know we'll just we'll just move right on from that unless you got anything you want to add now you hit everything right on the head all right um (laughs) next up ladies and gentlemen not the biggest joke game of the week but it ended up being a pretty funny story at the end of this game uh minnesota takes on the texans the texans move to oh and four uh i speaking of teams that i just i I don't know what they were thinking so without a first and second round draft pick they're now zero and four they're going to the dolphins and bill o'brien loses his job monday morning bright and early and not only that but held a press conference thanking the organization for the opportunity uh sir trey hall since you and your kids might be listening i'm trying not to curse but how about you you know, walk out that door. Don't let it hit you in the backside, sir, because you are absolute ass. You uh, well, you know, whatever. But once yeah, again, no, goes.
1: Offensive,
0: line, no <laughs> offensive line, completely abysmal. You trade away arguably the best wide receiver in the game, man. See you later. Dalvin Cook goes off in this one. Um, you know, it's just uh, 130 yards on 27 rushes. And I think Minnesota is finally learning to run the football. Uh, 130 yards on the ground, two tutties. Like I said, um, you know, another memorable day for Adam Thielen finally. 114 yards and a touch. Justin Jefferson, the kid, the rook, the kid that we passed over as a Birds fan, showing up again with another 100 plus yard game. Um, I mean, uh, Houston, what uh, a dump uh, fire.
1: Yeah. Uh, all I got to say about this is as a Birds fan, in the last two years we passed on DK Metcalf and Justin Jefferson, and they're both balling the fuck out. And mm. it upsets me a little bit, especially with last year's draft pick at Jay Joel. Uh, okay. I don't even want to get in on him, but uh yeah. My or not Miami, Minnesota needs to start just absolutely running the ball. Dallin Cook is a stud. He's proved it last year, and now he's proving it again this year. He can stay healthy. Uh that kid is an absolute animal, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's going to be number two in franchise history behind AP in Ooh. rushing ever. Really? That kid is an absolute stud. He yeah. does not go down on the first tackle. You no. need five guys to bring him down. Even when he goes down for losses, you can see it. It takes three guys to bring him down. Yeah. A- and your defense ain't going to do that every play. He's going to get his yardage. Through the air, he can catch. He can read a defense like nobody's business. And it's about time they're starting to learn this because now you don't have Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen, which in my eyes are two top 15 receivers in the league. Now you just got the one. You let, you let Diggs go. Now you just got Thielen. Jefferson is starting to come into his own, and he's starting to prove that he can also open up the field as Thielen does. Mm. That offense is scary That defense is scary when healthy Right now they're not fully healthy Kendrick's is an animal He's still just putting up just ridiculous numbers Yeah But, he is. but you lost one of your defensive ends And that hurts you because you had In my eyes the t- two best defensive ends Pairings that you could ever ask for In my eyes But it, If you run that ball You're gonna kill clock you're going to maintain control of the ball. You're going to maintain the control of the game. Dalvin Cook is going to do that for you, no matter who he's playing. It doesn't matter what defense he's going against. Even in a bad week, he's still going to get you 60, 70 rushing yards a game. And that's yes, a bad week. And that's most running backs' desire to get that. That's yep. a terrible game for him. Mm-hmm. And they just take the ball out of Kirk Cousins' hand. Let them bring the game to them. And that's what they're starting to do now more and more and more. They're just letting the game come to them. We're going to pound the rock. We're going to hit you with a play action. We're going to hit you over the top for 20. Now you're going to have to respect our passing game as well. Yep. Now we can run the ball again.
0: Well, I, you know, I really think that was, that was the big thing with Minnesota for me, man, was uh, them missing Stephon Diggs and needing Justin Jefferson to step up kind of right off the gate, um, you know, to be that number – two slash number one. I mean, he never really knew what was what there in Minnesota for a while with Thielen and Diggs. They just go back and forth and back and forth. And he compliments Thielen very well. Uh, the kid's a great route runner. And I mean, if anything over these next couple of weeks here, I think he might be, um, you know, leaving Thielen open a little bit more. Uh, he's going to start demanding some double coverage, some safety help up top. If he's going, you know, across the middle on a slant route, he's going to be leaving guys open. So, you know, that's a good thing. I, do I think Minnesota is going to do that well? No, obviously not. I mean, it, now they kind of dug themselves in a hole, uh, you know, with the Bears being 3-1 and one and the Packers being 4 no In that division, it, it's kind of tough. I mean, I don't see, you know, as much as I love Nick, I don't really see him, you know, bringing the Bears to anything less than, I don't know, maybe a 9-7 and seven season. I think it's all going to start going downhill from here. Um, but, you know, I, I mean – well we'll see we'll see what goes on with minnesota man because they had they they had a good defense a while ago um you know they they lost bar this year so that that absolutely hurt them um but i mean other than that it's you know kind of is what it is uh moving on we'll go to we'll cover a couple games real quick uh the saints and the lions um drew Brees actually looked very very good in at least the The second half of this game, the first half, I'm, you know, I'm not really sure. Oh, well, they they scored three touchdowns in the second quarter, but uh, New Orleans going off to a slow start. Detroit going up for 14 to 7. And, um, you know, Drew Brees, uh, you know, had a pretty decent day. Two forty six on 19, two touchdowns in the pick. Alvin Kamara, once again, just, uh, you know, killing it, killing it rushing. Latavius Murray added another 64 on the ground. Emmanuel Sanders finally emerged. Who, by the way, it was on my situms last week, and I'm very glad that we didn't do that episode because that was one I would have had to eat. Um, TreQuan Smith adds 54, and Alvin Kamara again with uh, you know another 36. So he had around like 115, 120 ish yards all purpose with the touch man. I mean, he's it's. Proving his case once again, he's one of the top running backs in the league. That's pretty hard to argue. Listen,
1: I uh I picked up Tre'Davious Smith, mm-hmm. and I uh, thought I started him, but apparently, oh. I, apparently he it didn't go through, and he just sat on my bench for. Oh, uh, thank Christ. Yeah, well, yeah, it would have been even more of a shellacking. Yeah. Uh, a he brief. had two, two touchdowns and I think sixty something yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Latavius Murray, I, that was my biggest surprise. I didn't think he was going to do what he did. Uh, he had a great game. I, I watched that game. Even even picking up blitzes and everything, he had a really good game. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, I drafted him, and I dropped him after week two after I said stardom when Michael Thomas went down. I thought he was going to come up big, and uh, I dropped him immediately just because he messed up my stardom. So mm-hmm.
0: that was it for me, uh, but he had a good game too, absolutely. Yeah. Oh Yeah, he did. Yes, he did um all right and we're just gonna we're just gonna start skimming through a little bit here Joe Burrow gets his first well I guess we'll'll we'll, we'll talk about the almost win uh, as soon as we get to the Eagles game but Joe Burrow gets his first career win over the Jaguars 33-25 uh the Cardinals drop another one and the Carolina Panthers are two and zero without Christian McCaffrey this year Good God. Um, you know, that, that's just, that's a game that I, I, I guess we kind of have to touch on a little bit, man, because Kyler Murray was coming out of that gate and we were already talking about MVP for this kid. You know, obviously I know it's a little early, but, uh, 24 pass attempts or uh, 31 pass attempts, 24 of them hit for 133 yards. And, uh, you know, he got the three touchdowns He brought his interceptions down from last week, which is good. Um, spread the ball out all over the place. Uh, I believe he had like eight or nine, eight different receivers. D hop only getting 41 on seven catches. So that was a low day. Even if you were PPR and Deandre uh, in the fantasy world, Uh, but Carolina, man, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Bridgewater. He got his two toddies this week, 276 in the INT. Uh, Mike Davis, I think was, was a story coming out of this game. Uh, Grab him If you can, Uh, you know, I know you only got a couple more weeks with him um and and then Robbie Anderson man Robbie Anderson doing Robbie Anderson things 99 uh, yards through the air on eight receptions
1: yeah remember remember when I said uh Carolina's offense is terrible even with the mm. MC yeah and uh they're gonna they're gonna be hurting even more now because EMC's out well look at me they were over yep. two with them and now they're two and oh without him so yep. uh wait, as a fantasy owner do you start him when he comes back Yes. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Yes. That's a joke. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, the eggs in my face on that one, I, I did not see this coming at all. I thought they were going to be the absolute worst offense in the league without CMC, even including the Jets in that equation. Uh, that's, I, I don't know. I'm dumbfounded by that one there. I can't say nothing else about that.
0: Yeah, yeah, man, it was. Uh, that was kind of a weird drop. That was when I definitely lost on the pickums, along with uh, evidently eighty nine percent. It might have even been over ninety. To be honest, I think it might have even been ninety percent of the Yahoo League. Um, you know, let alone I've, I'm pretty sure everybody lost that game. Uh, pretty much there might have been one person that picked the Panthers, and either their kid got their phone or they're a time traveler. Sir, I'll be hitting you up. We could split the money every single week. Um, the Rams getting. Over on the Giants, Giants moved to 0-4. Um, no real surprise there. We knew once Saquon went down, that team wasn't going to be shit. Uh, their defense actually played pretty decent. I don't know if it was, uh, you know, I honestly didn't really catch much of this game. I don't know if it was because the Rams were so bad, but they held the Rams to 17 points. By the way, uh, since 2017, the LA Rams are actually 11-4 and 4 following a loss, which is a, a stat that popped up uh, that I did find. Um, that was you know pretty uh pretty uh, you know nice right there daniel Jones 190 yards zero touchdowns and a pick um there Penny. danny Penny's man there there's nothing good coming out of this besides uh maybe on that side of the ball like yeah Blake, oh, Blake, side, that's about it uh, uh, yeah yeah thanks he he i mean you know he he tried. He tried. I, I, he he tried had me. a hell That's of a game. Me. I, I, yeah, I watched
1: most of it. He had a hell of a game. It's it's. Oh, he did. The offense sucks. The defense, besides him, sucks. Uh, yep. They should, at this point, they should tank for Trevor and yeah, I, uh, hope that they get the first pick and just go for Trevor Lawrence because Danny
0: Penny's ain't it. Yep. Five assisted tackles for Blake Martinez. You know, we love giving shout-outs to the defensive players here. Uh, eight solo tackles and two big stuffs. And, I mean, short yard, short yard stuffs so um you know it kind of is what it is with that we you know we guessed the outcome of the game uh Henderson your boy didn't really have that good of a day man a couple catches but other than that 22 yards uh and Devontae Freeman leading the pack now in New York for all of you that went and jumped and got him uh, I know you were one of them um you know in your other league I took him in our league uh I actually had him Bench this week along with uh Devin Singletary, but like I said, really wouldn't have mattered playing your ass. Um, Jesus, dude. Yeah, you just absolutely beat me down this week. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, it kind of is what it is now. Speaking of a beatdown, the Cleveland Browns put 49 points up on the worst defense in the entire NFL of the Dallas Cowboys. Dak tried to make it a game, uh, 450 plus passing yards in three straight games. And I'll give the shout out and the credit when it's due, Blake Peoples, you always accuse me of not doing this. That is an NFL record. So great. Dak's been balling. Your boy is so good at getting yards in garbage time. It's ridiculous. Congratulations. Uh, Your running back had 54 yards on the ground. Zeke Elliott, Um, actually Dak had a quarter of that with 12, uh, CeeDee Lamb had a decent game, 79 yards, Amari Cooper, huge game, 134 yards and a tutty. Um, but this game goes to none other than the kicking net fighter himself, Odell Beckham Jr. Who is what was playing against me this week. Thank you very much, Bill Burr. Um, (laughs) 73 rushing yards. And, of course, the huge touchdown, the, the one that won the game. Um, 81 receiving yards on five catches, two touchdowns. Uh, Austin Hooper got his touchdown. Kareem Hunt got, got in the end zone twice and a huge loss for me and a lot of other fantasy owners that went him in the second round. Nick Chubb to the IR, not looking good. Probably going to be four to six weeks for him, if not more than that. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be probably five or six for him, um, no, I guess no real reason in, in rushing him back, but good God, man. Um, what's going on here in Dallas besides the fact that their defense is absolute trash? I mean, we know that, but why can't Dak get off to a hot start, Bill Bear?
1: All right, so this is my take on Dallas, and so far I'm three or four games on them. And this has been my big take on Dallas since Dak came in the league. For some very strange reason to me— and I'm trying not to cuss for Trey. I know you got your kids. <laughs> for some very strange reason to me, they just refuse to open the playbook until they're down 20-plus points. They keep him in a bottle. They throw these oh, yeah. short, dink and dunk passes. They, they try and run Zeke. And don't get me wrong. Everyone's going to run Zeke. He's a stud. You're going gonna to try and establish your own, especially when you have a top one, arguably two, I'll say one, running back in the league. You got to do it. I understand that. But it's your defense is so god-awful, you know you're going to get into a hole. Your defense is not going to win you games. You're going to have to outscore people. I I compare them to like the 2004 Colts. Your defense is so good god-awful. But you have Peyton Manning. I'm not comparing Dak to Peyton Manning in any sense. I'm just saying you have a... Good quarterback that can air the ball out. You have Omari Cooper, slash you have Marvin Harrison. Mm-hmm. You have Michael Gallup, slash you have, uh, what's his face, uh, Reggie Wayne. Y- You've got all these damn weapons around you. The difference in these two teams is Indianapolis realize that they're going to have to outscore everybody. Their defense is not going to show up. It is what it is. They'll get a stop here and there. But for the most part, they're going to be scored on. Dallas, and the guru from what I heard all fucking offseason, Mike McCarthy, <laughs> who is not another yes man for Jerry, for Jared, mm, who I try to call. Every Cowboys fan, he's another yes man, just as Garrett was, mm-hmm. that refused to listen to me. I'm explaining to you now. They refused to open the playbook until they're down 20-plus points. Kellen Moore refuses to call these plays that need to be opened up the field to get Zeke an actual opening because no one respects their pass game for over 5 five to 10 yards until the second half because you're already down 20-plus points. I, I, for the life of me, I can't figure it out. I, I just absolutely cannot figure it out. That I don't know if it's Jura calling that <laughs> or his young son, who's the next guru, according to the Cowboys fans, who's taking over for him soon. I I don't know who's making that play call, but now you can't even blame it on Garrett anymore. Who, Mm-mm. by the way, I told you three years ago, stop blaming it on Garrett. He doesn't even call the offensive plays. Now you're yep. starting to say it now with a whole new coaching regime, and now you're going to tell me next week when I do another podcast, I'm going to read off your replies because I guarantee at least fifteen of you are going to tell me, "Oh, what's well, a new coaching staff? They're getting used to it." Bullshit! You're throwing, you're throwing, you're putting up five six hundred yards of offense a game. Your defense sucks.
0: Yeah they're, yeah, they're terrible. You're not That's putting, pretty obvious.
1: Yeah, you're not putting up four hundred and fifty to five hundred of them yards until the second half, because you're already down twenty fucking points. Sorry, Trey, I had to get it out.
0: <laughs> well, we'll go to the other uh, the other team to mention in the NFC East, and this is just making me laugh. Uh, I got a couple minutes on this, and then we'll move on to the Stardom Sidums. The 1, 2, and 1 Philadelphia Eagles first. You guys did not get to hear us talk about it. I will take a deep breath. I will say, oh, we tied to the Bungles for the second time in my life. Um, not very happy about that, but we did get a decent win over San Fran and Nick Mullins. Listen, I am not yelling from the rooftops that the Philadelphia Eagles are back from 2017. I am certainly not. Really, you know, liking every single play that Carson Wentz did. He's still under 200 yards. He still got the interception. Um, You know, it it is what it is. We did enough to get the job done. Miles Sanders had, like, not even 50 yards on the ground. Carson was the second leading rusher at 37. And Jalen Hurts was the next rusher with 18 yards on three carries. Um, The real, uh, you know... The, the real people that you got to mention right here is the Philadelphia Eagles defense, Bill Burr. I mean, we we stood up. We did what we had to do. We won the game. Um, you know, receiving-wise, <laughs> Travis Folgum who I have honestly maybe heard of one time in my entire life when he got on the practice broad. Uh, and even even old Dick Raj having a couple of nice plays. Richard Rodgers, couple nice plays, man. Hightower got in there for a couple catches. Ertz did nothing. By the way, he was on my Sidums last week because San Francisco was like number one or two against, uh, you know, against them. But I mean, it is what it is, man. Birds got the win. Uh, we're going into Pittsburgh this week. That is going to be a tough game. Baltimore after that's going to be a tough game. So um, <laughs> we'll see how we fare, but. As of today, Pennsylvania is allowing fans into the stadium. So Steelers fans, better be loud because Philly is going to be running the ball down your throat with that defensive line this week. Believe it.
1: Uh, yeah, just touching on the game. I mean, my my stars of the game was Jordan Maialata. I mean, oh, this, this kid's been in the league for three years now. He was a rugby star. He's never played football in his life. No. And I've been begging to see him in a fullback position all along. The kid's a rugby star. He knows how to run through people. That's what he's born and bred for. I don't know why you don't put him in a fullback on a goal line or a third down situation and just let him bowl someone the fuck over and open a hole. Yep. He was an absolute stud on that line. I Don't get me wrong. He had some technique issues that I would tweak. And, you know, as your first game in the NFL, your first game ever in an actual football game, I, Absolute stud, hey, Jordan or not Jordan? Jason Peters. Uf. I don't. I. I don't know. I. I in my uh. eyes, if he plays another good game and Jason Peters is ready to go in two weeks and he has another two decent games, I do you bring him back? In my eyes, I play the hot hand. Personally, I always go with play the hot hand. Oh yeah. Uh, that that's the one thing that fucked me up back in like two thousand three or something, two thousand five, something like that when they. Benched uh, AJ Feely, who went six and zero, to bring back Donovan McNabb. And you play the hot hand; the kid's on fire. Let him go. Absolutely. But uh, Jordan Mailata. I mean, at at this point, like, are you sold on him after one game? I uh, I can't I, be sold on him, but
0: especially facing I, that line, man. Without you know, without Bosa, so and,
1: and, yeah. And uh, there's there's things that you can nitpick from either side of the argument, but mm-hmm. I mean, he had, the only thing I could say that he really did wrong was that one false start on that third and in inches that would have gave us the first down. Yep. But, uh, I mean, other than that, like he had a no, very good. solid fucking game.
0: He did He did uh, good, man.
1: You know, you had a couple of scares. Slay went down. He came back in. Next uh, play. Yeah. Graham went down. He came back in. Cox went down. He came back in. So you had a yeah. couple of scares, but, uh, I don't know. I mean, the 49ers are beat up. We're beat up. And I I just want to touch on this for a second because I posted that one article in the the group and everyone started saying, oh, Eagles fans are morons. They don't realize, blah, 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 whatever. Okay, you're telling me you're playing a second-string quarterback. Okay, that's fine. We're playing 18-string receivers and they're running all over you. Zach Ertz only had nine yards. That's it. Miles Sanders only had 47 yards. Mm -hmm. Carson Wentz went over for three – over 300 yards, and two touchdowns. So you're telling me because they're playing a second-string quarterback on the other side of the ball, that's telling me that Carson Wentz is having a bad game for some reason? He had a mm-hmm. solid game. He should have been sacked about 15 times in that game. Oh, definitely. He escaped about 12 of them yep. on some Houdini shit. that, and
0: that one Russell on the, touchdown was beautiful. I dude. mean, it that just, one on the sideline
1: oh, where he would, the the guy just ducked over his back. It was mm-hmm. almost like they were playing hopscotch as a little kid where you no. jumped over each other's back. Like it it he was Houdini out there. He had yep. a great he had a I won't say a great game, but he had a very, very solid game. And it was with nobody's. You can't tell me a single person on that receiving core that you never heard that you ever heard of besides Greg Ward that you never heard of last year. Yep.
0: there's yeah, another and, one.
1: That was yeah. the first thing I posted. Tell me one player in that receiving core that you can name me right now without looking it up on Google. And oh, no one answered a... me. No yeah. one answered me. That That's what I'm saying. Like He makes people better around him. If you're going to yeah. run the route ra- that he describes to you in the huddle, go and do it. If you're going to be open, he's going to hit you with that ball. Whether you make the play or not is up to you. But yeah, he's going to yeah, put I... that in your area where you can catch it.
0: Yeah. Uh, just one other game that I really wanted to touch on right here. And we're going to be very, very, very quick with this. Uh, uh, the Indianapolis Colts moved to three and one. They allowed 28 rushing yards against the Chicago bears. That is the fewest in a game in the NFL since 2009. Uh, the chiefs beat the Patriots, the Patriots, uh, I mean, best of luck getting on that, uh, excuse me, getting on those, Two different airplanes flying out the same day. That's a very tough feat, man. And the Packers beat the Falcons. Falcons moved to 0-4. No fucking surprise there. Uh, sorry, Trey. My bad. Dan Quinn needs to be fired. Cohen, I don't, I don't know how you don't drink yourself to death by uh, you know at this point. Um, so, speaking of uh, drinking ourselves to death, me in fantasy last week, uh, we're going to go right, <laughs> right into the stardom sit Uh We'll blow right through it, and then we'll go to the fantasy league for the week. Um, My first stardom this week is Jarek McKinnon. Uh, A lot of people are going to be iffy about this with Mozart trying to return. He's trying to come back to practice Wednesday. It's not really that that 110% that he's even going to get the start, let alone a full practice in uh, from that MCL sprain. They're probably going to ease him back. Uh, Jarek's going to be going against a very bad Miami run defense. And they had, you know, he had a big week against Philly, uh, with a lot of catches too. So, you know, that's going to be helping them out a little bit. Uh, Jimmy G possibly back this week. in my opinion, that's going to help him even more when they're not throwing it to Kittle. They're most likely going to be throwing it to him. If not Debo, um, Evan Ingram was my next one. Now I know I was just talking all that stuff about the giants, but Dallas's defense is, is twenty sixth rank against tight ends. They are absolute garbage, and he garbage garbage. He is the focal <laughs> point of this Giants offense. Whatever is left in it, um, I could I could see him getting like you know maybe seventy yards and a touch. Uh, it's good enough for tight ends this week. Uh, a lot of a lot of weird stuff going on in that in that uh, realm. If you got somebody on a bye, throw them in. Uh, if you got a bunch of stuff going on. Like I said, with injuries, stuff like that, possible flex play. I, I'm, it's a little iffy, but Evan Ingram this week, I like him. Uh, Todd Gurley, speaking of, I know I just did in week two. I'm going to do him again. Uh, huge week facing Carolina's run defense. Um, you know, it's it's the – they're second to last in the league. Julio's questionable again. Calvin Ridley literally did nothing uh, the last game. Zero catches. So it's – <laughs> yeah, it is what it is at that point, man. You got to keep going with the hot hand, and that's TJ, Bill Barry, your stardoms.
1: Hey, I just want to give you a shout-out for finally calling Calvin Ridley like a bum like I've been telling you all along. Ah, oh, bum. Bum. God, bum. Oh, God, bum. <laughs> nah, he's a solid player, but he's a bum. All right, so for my stardoms, I'm going to go Christian Kirk for the Cardinals against the Jets. Again... And I don't know if you noticed this yet, but every week I've picked someone against the Jets. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, Christian Kirk, uh, he's been injured, uh, I believe. Well, they're saying he he has a good chance of being back this week. I believe he's going to be back this week. And if he's on there against the Jets, D-Hop's going to command a double team like he always does. Christian Kirk's going to go off against the Jets. My number two is Ronald Jones against the Bears. Believe it or not, and I just looked this stat up about two hours ago, the Bears have one of the worst rush defenses in the league. They have one of the best pass defenses in the league. So that's an opposite of what they've been doing for the last couple years where they had that stout defense. You couldn't run the ball on them whatsoever. This week and this year, you can run the ball on them. Ronald Jones, I believe, is going to have a big load. I believe he gets it done against them. And then my third stardom is Devin Singletary against the Titans. Yes, Titans have bad Rush defense. Yes, they do. And uh, the the Bills like to run the ball. Uh, I think Zach Maltz yes. is pretty questionable still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Devin Singletary is still going to get a huge amount of the snaps along with Josh Allen because he does what he does. So Devin Singletary is a good stardom against the Titans this week. And that's my three.
0: There you go, man. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go against you right here, man. I'm saying Ronald Jones, said him. I like Leonard Fournette this week. He's back at practice. Um, I, I think you know, like you said, they're they're kind of bad against the run, but I don't think that little scat back body is gonna be able to hold up against big Khalil Mack, man. Um, I'm going Fournette over Ronald Jones this week. Uh, my next bench is Will Fuller. I know he had a big week, but I'm watching him put up low numbers against Jacksonville. Uh, They really haven't been the worst against wide receivers. They're definitely ranked in the top 10. So watch that play this week. I know you might be, you know, going back and forth, back and forth, especially if you're like a Julio Devante owner like myself. Keep them on your bench. I don't like them. This one's going to surprise some people, and I'm going to save it the best for last. Juju Smith-Schuster against the Birds against Slay. Slay has absolutely been shutting people down, and career number wise, Ben kind of stays away from him. Um, you know, I don't think they're gonna keep him to one side, man. I think they're gonna say Juju's yours all night, shut him down, and he's been lights out. So honestly, one of the best corners in the league, besides uh Russell Douglas over there in Carolina. Uh that yeah. one still burns the fact that we let him go, and that happened. So your sitems. All right.
1: Number one. Joe Mixon. I know he just had a huge week. He's going against the Ravens. He's going with a terrible Cincinnati team. And he, for his entire career now, after his big game, he puts up shit points on fantasy squads. That yeah, he does. Sit Joe Mixon this week. I like that call. This is another big one. Actually, all three of these are big ones, and they're all running backs. Mm. Melvin Gordon against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I know, again, he just went off. The Patriots have a stout defensive running defense. see yes, they do. you got to sit him this week. I think Patrick Lindsay is pretty questionable, and it looks like he's going to be back this week, so he's going to be splitting mm-hmm. lows. If he's not back this week, they still just have a very good run defense. It's going to be tough for them. And then my third one, and I was going up between the two in – in the game, I was going back and forth between both running backs within this game, but I'm going to go Kareem, ha- Kareem Hunt against the Colts. Mm. Nick Chubb's out. Kareem Hunt's going to take over them carries. Yep. The Colts have an absolutely fantastic defense. Good luck. Dad, good luck. And Trust don't get me long. wrong, on the other side of the ball, Jonathan Taylor, I wanted to sit him too because yep. the front seven of the Browns is absolutely fantastic against the run. But yes, they are. In my eyes, Kareem Hunt is going to have the worst day. The Colts are just stacked top to bottom on that defense. They have mm-hmm. number one defense in the league right now, and nobody saw that coming. No, uh, They're just stacked, and Kareem Hunt's going to have a tough sled, especially now because this is going to be a first game where he's actually getting a full RB1 carries. He's going to yeah. have a tough day in my eyes.
0: Yeah, I mean, I you know, I see it too. Uh, that that was actually one of, uh, one of my sit-ups. I kind of left him out. Um, You know, after we talked right before and, you know, gave, gave our, uh, gave our tease, man. That's why I added your boy, Ronald Jones. I just don't like him this week, man. I'm going, like I said, I'm going with Fournette. Okay, Bill Burr, it is your turn to point and laugh. This is the rundown for week four of the Sports Connections Fantasy Football League. Top scorer, golf clap, Bill Burr, number one, sir. Number one. You finally got your first win and you did it with an exclamation point. You broke my winning streak and I almost put up the lowest score in the league. Thank you, Brandon Klein. Thank you very much for once again claiming what's rightfully yours.
1: Hey, and uh, like I said earlier, if I started Tredavia Smith, I would yep. have had like 217 or something on the day.
0: Over Preston Williams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I think so. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it'd be something along those lines. Uh, You're just uh, running through it real quick. Your top scorers, Odell Beckham Jr. Good God, my man, went off five receptions, 81, three total touchdowns, and, of course, that big touchdown run that uh won them the game. Um, Next was Tom Brady, 369 yards, five touchdowns, and the interception – And George Kittle, good God, what a day he had against the Philadelphia Eagles. 15 receptions, 183 yards. On the other side, Nick Chubb, gone. Devontae Adams, uh, I don't even know why I started him, to be honest. I knew he was going to be out last week. Um, I just really didn't have much other options besides, like, Slayton, so I figured I'd roll the dice. Uh, He didn't play. Calvin Ridley, might as well, just sat out the entire game. Um, Justin Jefferson showing up for me again. Melvin Gordon having the big week Deshaun Watson coming out of nowhere when he had three points for, I swear to God, it was the entire game. And uh, of course my boy, James Robinson, that waiver wire pickup coming up for 14, man. But it was just not enough. 102.4 points on the day for me. Like I said, that was the second lowest score. Ah, second highest score was wreck it. Ralph Carnival. Now, this kid is the last one in the league left undefeated. Is he going to be the new Mr. Blow Your Load, Mr. Jared Branch, who he defeated and put up a hell of a score? Uh, 188.56. Big scorers were Dakota Prescott, 502 yards, four touchdowns, in the INT, and that big old third place L. Um, Todd Gurley was up there for him. He had, you know, the big day we talked about, 57 rushing yards. A lot of catches and two tutties. Uh, Will Fuller had a big week for him. Eagles defense finished with 19. Dalvin Cook, 130 yards, two touchdowns. Kenny Galladay back in action. He got his touchdown, 62 yards on four receptions. Jarvis Landry, I mean, this kid's team is absolutely stacked moving forward. Definitely a favorite. Um, You know, obviously the number one seed right now. So that kind of goes without saying. Um, I I just want to throw this out there. He wasn't a top scorer. Um, because Derek was the the third, but Brian Jones, congratulations on your first win and coach your third loss in a row, sir. Maybe a little trade action coming on with you soon. Not sure. All I got to say is your team is, but, but anyway, uh Derek can't fucking shy away from you, man. Hell of a week for you. Uh team Kansas City Chiefs, uh Clyde uh Edwards Alaire, 64 um 64 rushing yards, another 27 receiving on the one catch. Patrick Mahomes, 236 in the touchdown. Uh, who else you got? Amari Cooper absolutely went off. Mark Andrews went off. Kareem Hunt came in for, you know, my boy. And he's gonna remain in. Uh, Josh Allen on your bench still for Patrick Mahomes, man, that you got, you got yourself some decisions coming up, sir, because the boy Josh Allen put up the 25 spot, but, uh, of course you always, you know, you always play Patrick Mahomes. Um, hell of a week, man. Uh, a lot of upsets this week in fantasy. Um, you know, Robert Watts moving to three and one, got to give you a shout out, man. You're climbing that ladder. Uh, Jared branch down to two and two, man, what's happening? blowing your load early sir
1: there it is blowing his load
0: maybe take take a little testosterone pills there sir i'm not sure what's going on over there but um you know it is what it is and uh brandon klein shard out goes to you not to steal anything from you know our local philly radio stations but 81 and a half points on the day sir woof uh sunny michelle Wasn't starting. I don't know what you're doing once again. Giovanni Bernard, your RB2. Good God. Uh, (laughs) Wide receiver ones, Michael Gallup. Keenan Allen's number two. Uh, Nothing on your bench besides Hardman. So, I mean, I, you know, Carson had a good day for you, bud. I guess you could be happy there and the birds win. So, it is what it is. After that, Bill Burr, take us out.
1: Listen, this outro is going to be brought to you by Mr. Mike View. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I got to give you
1: all the shit in the world. Sorry, Trey. I'm giving you all the stuff in the world about this week. You were talking the most crap in the entire group about the Browns had no chance in beating them cowboys. Oh, boy. Them boys. We're them boys. Yeah. And look at you. Now you're mean all over the page. I, I'm. I, you know what? I'm going to give you a little special hint on this just because i don't think you listen so i'm giving you a little special hint i'm posting you up in a meme as odell Ooh. beckham shitting on the oh. test and i can't wait to see your face when it happens
0: oh it's gonna drop my few hate week has officially begun
1: sir i love you but i love to hate you Oh, uh, love
0: you <laughs> <laughs> drew dollars take us out baby